so let's move seamlessly now. Sorry to interrupt your ceremony. It's nothing personal. I just want to devour your god. This is like some gravity's rebel. M-O-L-M-M. What? Feels apocryphal, but I'll take it. No, that's true. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. I mean, that is made for undiscerning days. I'll just auto-tune that, put a little guitar solo at the end. Perfect. Please. All right. <laughs> Six hours later. Y'all done got diggly pain. You done got diggly pain. Nope. No. No. <laughs> oh. Welcome to Men of Low Moral Fiber, the show that always shoots first, always. Ben Han. I'm your host, Ben Han. <laughs> ben Han. You said Han. Han Solo. Ben Han Solo. I'm your host, Ben Helms. With me, as always, is my big brother and co-host, the seer to my Cordova, in like a non-sexual way, though. Uh, the bode to my Cal, the ninth sister to my other eight sisters, maybe? Jason Helms, how goes it? McClunky. 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 And of course, if we're talking Jedi, then of course we're joined by our fellow nerd and Star Wars aficionado, the racer to our pod. Yes, this is the guest we've been looking for, Tyler Weaver. How's it going, man? It's working! It's working! That's what I call podcasting. You know, that's a good quote. It's really good. What I call podcasting. That's really good. Oh man! I looked up the the that game the other day because, like, what was that game called? It was we all called it what? Podcast Racer. Pod Racing. Pod Racing. Pod Racer. Pod Racing sixty four. Podcast Racer. Podcast Racer. Podcast Racer. How many drinks are you in? I don't know. I lost count. We call it. We just called it Pod Racer, right? Yes. <laughs> like when we, or like Star Wars Pod Racer sixty four maybe podcastracer.net it's dot com it's called episode one Star Wars Racer no pod just racer no pod no pod there's no pod in the name I had to double check it yeah ridiculous so Tyler welcome thank you we all played this game months ago yeah and we I looked up our little group text and Tyler texted like when are we going to record September 25th it's December 5th we're currently recording it's December yeah yeah, yeah. by the time this goes live mid-December so I yeah. got yeah. halfway through it's, this it's, game in April yeah and you texted me wow and you were like whoa don't finish it you won't know what to talk <laughs> yeah, about dude. you won't remember it yeah exactly but you didn't you ended up finishing it in like September yep. October right I still don't remember it so it doesn't matter you had to remember how to play again halfway through the game yes yeah. And I, I didn't remember what any of the characters were. And I went and Googled them and was like, no, it didn't cover it. It's fine. <laughs> I had this whole thing about like we were hoping to record, but podcasts just like rebellions are built <laughs> on hope. But we finally made it. But you kept interrupting me. So we have to skip that whole no, thing. No, no, do that. I want that. Uh, That's better. No, it's done. It's too late. No, it's Tyler. Uh, ben has something called ADHD. Yeah. And that prevents him. Not diagnosed. Not diagnosed. Uh, actually, he's one of the three of us not diagnosed. And the second he does get diagnosed, he'll become a doctor as well. Yes. Oh, is that how it works? It's That's how it works. There's a very strong correlation, right. for sure. And I can not help people with their diagnoses. That's exactly right. And just be like, "What do you want? What you do you got, want? You want a CAT scan? You want a thermometer? What do you want? You, Whatever you want. You think doctors can hold enough attention to be able to be like, "Wait, <laughs> I know what's right for you." What's the next shiny thing? CT scan. That sounds fun. Sort of that. It's great. It's great. Sure, that looks expensive. Not my money. So, uh, we're going to talk about some of the development of this game. Uh, although it basically is the same thing as Star Wars Fallen Order. <laughs> they just kind of respawn, kept making another one, and they're working on a third one now. Oh. Then we'll talk about our gameplays, of course. Then we will talk about our own gameplays and how lovely they were and how memorable they were and all of the times where we texted each other months apart from where we were playing the game. It was very confusing, but we got there. And then we'll play What's the Drink, What's the Song. We'll talk about, uh, we'll take a little trip to the recommendation station. We'll talk about what we're playing next month. Huh. And then we'll just kind of 
close things by talking about what we're playing next month. Okay. Hey, uh, this is a game that is a sequel just to talk about development for a second. Yeah, yeah. Not an immediate sequel, right? A down the line sequel of Dark Forces, one of our favorite games oh, of all time. Okay. But also a sequel in a sense to Titanfall 2, another game by Respawn. Wait, how is it a sequel to either of those games, Jason? Okay, let me walk you through it. We're ready. So it's called, uh, the full title of the game is, Ben? Star Wars Jedi colon right. Survivor. And the Jedi, of course. Where's the colon? Where is the colon? Where's the colon go? Not Star Wars colon Jedi Survivor. Consider the Duodenum. Oh, because it was Dark Forces sequels were called Jedi Star Wars Jedi. That's what it was. Oh, thank you. I forgot about it. It's that. a sequel to a sequel to a sequel to a sequel. The Jedi Knight. It was the Jedi Knight trilogy. This is a continuation of Jedi Knight, which was a continuation of Dark Forces, which weirdly enough is second. Because it wasn't this the second Dark Force or maybe the third Dark Forces was called. It happened real fast. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was only the second one was was Jedi Knight, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 yeah. or something like that. Or, yeah. uh, which, by the way, is a sequel to a um, a total conversion of Doom. If we remember that story. Yeah, just a reskinning of Doom. Way back in the day, Doom had the very fortunate way of organizing its uh, sprites, etc., into WADs, which stood for WAD, where's all the data, which were very open source ways of manipulating things. And so people made a Star Wars hack of Doom. And it was a hmm. really easy thing to do. And LucasArts looked at that and was like, well, that's like the most popular Doom WAD ever. Why don't we just make one? And not only did they make one, but they improved on it. And so uh, Dark Forces is like tangibly better than Doom uh, in like some really nitty gritty engineering ways that I can talk about. But I feel like we should move on. I was going to say the just a recap because I was like shooting in the dark. It's been years since we played those games. Uh, the first was Star Wars uh, Dark Forces, which was 1995. God, that game is good. Star Wars Jedi Knight colon Dark Forces <laughs> yep. 2 was the second game. And then, of course, there was the like the um, expansion pack for that, which was Star Wars Jedi Knight colon Mysteries of the Sith. Yes. Then the, the third game, of course, the third game will clear up all this naming stuff going on was called Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 colon Jedi Outcast. Yes. <laughs> then the fourth game was just Star Wars Jedi Knight colon Jedi Academy. Yes. And those were all the kind of the adventures of Kyle Katarn. And Tyler, which Star Wars film is based on these games? The ones we were just mentioning? Yeah. Hint would be arguably the best one. Yeah. I think it's Sean's favorite. Rogue One, Ben. Rogue yes. One, for sure. Hands Accurate. On. Accurate. Yeah. That's a no-brainer. That's where they steal the plans to the Death Star. Yep. The the plot of Rogue One is loosely the plot of the first level of Star Wars Dark Forces. Ugh, now I want to play it. Doom and Rogue One together? Yes, please. It's really strong. So what's the connection? Other than Star Wars and a bunch of colons. Star Wars Jedi colon. Is that the, basically it's just kind of the same thing where it's like yes. near near the canonical characters in the same time and universe, but just like they're not Luke and Leia and Han. They're just other Jedis that what, are kind of doing similar things. What was the one before Jedi Survivor? What was that one called? This is the sequel to that. Uh, Fallen Order. Fallen Order. They explicitly called it a uh, part of that continuity, right? When it was announced. Oh, okay. Um, mm. This is not just mm. like me doing that. Now, at the same time, we've got Respawn, um, the developer, doing Titanfall. And they do Titanfall 1, which is like, eh, minor hit. Titanfall 2, which many regard as the greatest single-player campaign of any first-person first shooter ever. It is incredible. If you haven't played it or if you haven't played it in a while, I encourage you to go back through it. I just got it and played online with Nick and Rich a bunch of times. Don't do that. I never played those single-player. No, the single-player is amazing. 
It's incredible. I like skip through the tutorial because they're like, you got to get online and play with Don't. us. I mean, all right. The online is fun. I'll do what I want. Right? It turned into, I'm trying to remember what the uh, online multiplayer they turned it into was, but the actual single player campaign is literally one of the best campaigns ever. They have a time travel episode right. oh, dude. where you have like a hotkey that switches you between like 20 years in the past and the present. That's cool. And you have to solve puzzles by like being like in the past, this bridge had not fallen. But in the future, this wall has a hole in it. And so you have to like switch back and forth to like get through the level. It's really, cool. really good. Uh, what a great nice. game. Uh, Respawn. Uh, now, the thing that's going to break your heart, though, is once you play it, every trick that Jedi Survivor and Jedi Fallen Order does is in Titanfall 2. Unfortunately. Oh, really? It's it's a really good game. And you're going to go back to it and be like, oh, oh, Jedi. The Jedi games might not be as great. Damn. Although I'm guessing a lot more people played Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order than I think so. Titanfall 2. Although both AAA games, I mean, I'm sure hundreds of thousands of people played them all. But yeah, I'll have to to find the multiplayer version, what it was called. But yeah, interesting. I mean, you could make an argue, another argument that it kind of does continue on with the timeline of the other video games you're talking about, because both whenever I'm approaching a Star Wars thing, I need to think about where am I in the episode timeline, right? So yeah, if you were talking about a game that's roughly the same as Rogue One, which occurs between episode three and A New Hope. The original Jedi Fallen Order started in the same timeline right after Order 66. Yep. And this yeah. happens five years later. So even in the timeline, I could still follow after these previous games we're talking about. So, And I will say that this game handles, I think, the Star Wars canon like so well. Mm-hmm. It's like one mm-hmm. of the best storyline-wise just pieces of media doing this right now. I'd rather uh, watch a, a show of this than Ahsoka. That's coming from a guy who hasn't watched Andor yet, first of all. Uh, but also, no. Andor is, Wait, has nothing what? to do with... I've watched Andor. Oh, you have? Incredible. Yes, amazing. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. Andor better, Andor better. Uh, but also, uh, the thing that you said, I think, was Jedi, specifically. Yes. And that's not Jedi-specific. So nope. that's mm-hmm. just Star Wars. That's just a really cool movie in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's a good point. That it's It does all the things from the original trilogy growing up. I mean, we were, what? 13 14 or whatever when the when the prequels came out so our childhoods before then i remember wanting so much more to get like learn about what happens in between the movies and after the movies like i just wanted to know like more about how jedi training worked more about yoda more about what it's like to be a padawan all these things because even the jedi you see do that in the original trilogy does it all wrong yeah right he's too old to be in the training and he like forsakes the training halfway through and like goes and like kills his dad and like just like he doesn't do it the right way and then when you get episode one, you get the whole like the Jedi temple and you get the younglings and all that from the original or the prequel trilogy. No, it's just not as the 50s diner, like all the stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, you get all the cool stuff. I don't know. It wasn't as like this. It's not the story is not great from those movies. There are great parts of those movies. I'm not here to defend the prequels uh, or to, I'm not here to shit on them either. But you don't get like what a normal youngling would be like like what it's like to be a jedi right like you get in fallen order the part where he goes back to order 66 mm-hmm. i think that mm-hmm. is one of the greatest moments yes. in star wars yes. it's amazing lordom right where you have to have to like fight your way out and like you have to like defend your te- your your master and like that whole relationship that was really really cool very good this game i don't think has the highs of that but i think the lows are higher let's let's get into this game let's do it all right let's get into it. gameplay any more any I mean reception it got like very well reviewed there was like people people loved here it, and there but this is it people loved it the, yeah it was very glitchy when it first came out I think they've they yeah. fixed most of the stuff I, but there was also this sense of this is a year in which 
um, Tears of the Kingdom is coming out. This is not yeah. going to be a rival for Game of the Year. And then Baldur's Gate 3 came out, and they're like, oh, <laughs> shit, is Tears of the Kingdom even going to be in this? Okay, we'll see. Oh, damn. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3, okay. So. Well, overall, well-reviewed. I mean, yeah, I think it looks like uh, 79 on Metacritic, 9 out of 10 on IGN. Like, yeah, obviously rated very well. And, That's it. It's a solid yeah. game. It's worth yeah. the price yeah. of admission. It's really fun. I'm going to have gorgeous too. Worth the play. a lot That's of the critiques of the game going forward. But none of them should persuade you not to play it. You will have a really good time. Yes. Take your time yeah. with it. Enjoy it. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. What I want to say about the game is gameplay, five out of five. Storyline, five out of five. Relationship between wow. the two, zero out of five. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, There is no connection between the things that you are doing and the story that is being told. And that right. constantly frustrated me. One key example is they do a really cool open world thing. One of the levels that you're on, you've just got a whole planet. And you can continue to explore it and you can like there are rumors and you can investigate them and there are characters and you can build up a home base. Like it's a really cool idea. But if you want to compare it to, let's say, uh, the new Horizon game, Horizon does the home base better. Oh, my God. Like, they do that. Everything you do is built. Everything you do action wise and gameplay wise built or stems from the yes. story in the world that you're in. And there's there's no relationship. Yeah. There's a character that you go and like discover and suddenly as soon as you find them they're a a 2000 year old droid yeah from the old uh, republic yeah. z z zna4 z yeah zna4 yeah. such a cool personality so interesting so fun yeah. and the second you find them and bring them back they're a store yeah and then they get kidnapped or where you you change your colors of stuff or whatever yeah and it's it's like an emotional thing and it's like you got to go find them and bring them back and then once you bring them back they are a store yeah and it's like it, you That's fair. feel the differences between the different teams working on this, where each of them had like really good ideas, but I'm not sure they all talk to each other. Yeah, there was a lot of like little pain points of that. To me, the, the most common one was, was travel, yeah. where it was like not yes. to planet to planet, but like I'd land and be like, oh, I want to get to this place. I'm like, it's going to take me 10 minutes to get there. And I maybe there's a fast travel thing. And five minutes to look through the menu. Five minutes to look through the menu. Or even just going into the cantina, right? Agree zones. And I'm like, I'll just, I mean, if going to Z to her store is like, you got to go in there. You got to wait for the little like job of the hut thing to come out of the wall. Yeah. 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 It's a load for you to go yeah. in and you have to like go up around to the fish tank. Never once in my, I don't know, 20 hours of playthrough did I find any fish to go in there or did I find any plants to go in my garden? I found so many fish and it did not matter. I found so many plants and no fish and it didn't matter. Didn't matter. Didn't change a thing. Nope, you go yeah. up there and I'm like, cool. I even planted yeah. plants in the garden upstairs. And I'm like, that does nothing. It's even, just... even here. Okay. Yeah. Let me use the fish as an example. There is a character who's a a uh, a fisher, right? He goes and finds fish. Cool character. Kind of, kind of, kind of charming. Yeah. Yeah. Love his story. Love the way he tells stories. You find him out in the world randomly. And he's like, oh, good to see you again, young Jedi. Let me tell you a story. Ah. Oh. It was a great battle between me and a fish. And let me tell you about it. I was a wee baron. And, and he goes on for like 20 minutes. And the gag is like, oh, he's so long winded. Right. But if you walk away five minutes into this 10 minute speech, you have to start it over. 
no. And you don't get the fish. You have to Jeez. listen to the entire speech. And it's again, it's a good gag, but like you got to make it work. And it did not love the voice acting, love the idea. But man, they didn't quite get it over the finish line. Speaking of gags, Rick, the door technician. Yes. Claude, Rick, Rick. All right. So so let me back up in Dark Souls. There's a kind of tradition of uh, the first boss you play kills you. And the second boss is tutorial. And they're usually called like in Elder Elder Scrolls. It's uh, Elder Scrolls. No, Elden Ring. It's a soldier of Godric, meaning like he's nothing but lists him as a boss. Right now. So this is like a random guy. It's just a stormtrooper, but he has its own like health bar at the top. That's longer than any boss you fought. Is the moment this comes in, which is you're 20 hours into this game and you are between bonfires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it clearly puts Rick, the door technician at a place where you're going to be like two seconds from dying. And you start to walk down this long hallway. At the very end, you see just a random storm stormtrooper. Trooper. Doesn't matter. And suddenly the boss health bar shows up at the top of your screen. You're like, oh, shit, I can't do it. It's been 20 minutes since the bonfire. Are you fucking kidding me? I can't do it. I'm going to lose all my XP. Yeah. And the stormtrooper walks towards you. And as he walks towards you, you see that it says Rick, the door technician. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And you start to laugh. I love that. I love that. Like, did you read that about this, Jay? No. And, and then you hit him like once or twice, like a normal stormtrooper, and he dies. And you feel so good. And you know that the game was just <laughs> with you. It's like so fun. I looked it up, the interview with IGN, Jonathan Wright, the lead encounter designer at Respawn. They were talking about just kind of like the pacing of the game. This is right after like a, a decently big fight with a bunch of uh, baddies. And the storyline, it's like a super, I can't remember someone just died or you were separated. I can't remember where this is in the story, but basically they're like, we need something that breaks up the tension for the character, yes. for the player. And yes. they're like, the best way to do that, rather than having like a mini game or like a meeting a new friend or a side quest, is just make them laugh. Yep. It's a great moment. That's the thing when they're stressed and it just kind of like breaks the tension and you can kind of keep going on. That's pretty awesome. God, that's this, great. This game, it has those highs. Yeah. Like this is the high for me. Yeah, right? it's pretty great. And this game really acts, asks you to suspend your disbelief because at a moment, your, your girlfriend who is a force, witch, says, Hey, here's a new button. You have press this button to jump through a portal <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and teleport. Doesn't she like give you a power? Yeah. 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 But it's not your power. Or she teaches you a new force power. Yeah. Yeah. She teaches yeah. you to point. Yeah. And then when you do it, she'll teleport you. I mean, that's just like double jumping in any game, right? Where it's like yeah. five hours into the game, you, you earn the ability to double jump. And it's like, why wasn't I but, just doing that before? But you're also like, you've got double jump and dash. Yeah. And now her teleport ability resets your double jumps and dashes. I know, it's pretty cool. That was a fun Which mechanic, great. though. I did like that mechanic a lot. I agree. Great mechanic. Super fun. That was really fun. It felt like it made platforming a little more fun and more challenging. But th this is the example, right? The tension between the gameplay and the story. Yeah. Where they're like, right. let me tell you about this new ability I'm going to give you. Right. It's not your ability. One. Two, it's mine. Yeah, yeah. You're just going to see like a window every once in a while. When you see it, uh, just go through it. Yeah. And when you do... You'll get new uh, new powers. You can double jump again. I will say that fight that they do that, though, is one of the coolest video game fights I've ever played. It's so sick. And I think the the downside would be that it's pretty easy. You're basically yeah. just like seeing things and hitting X. But like 
that is wound into the story pretty well with like that giant squid spaceship yeah. yes. thing coming down. And then also spoilers from here on out. Also the kiss with Marin. Yeah. And I think love was it right before that going into it, right? Where you have your first kiss or right after that. I can't remember where it was, but I think it was right after it was right before. Okay. That, that was the first. Oh yeah, that's right. Because she walks off the cliff and she's like, I want to make sure I did that. Yeah. 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 That's oh. right. That's right. I was like, Oh, this is how it ends. Oh, this is, God. I mean, romantic and I cliche, but it's good. Oh, never mind. It's great. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a really good moment. Hey, the moment itself was like super fun. Yeah. As long as you don't think about it. Yeah. 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 Um, right. I didn't think about you, um, it. You want to say also, fan. did you did you die at any point in that? Because if you do, if you miss any of the windows, man, does it suck. Start over. I, you just have to start. And over. And you're just going back, jumping yeah. through the windows, jumping through the windows and be like, is it I'm going to make this one? Yeah. And it wasn't that one. It was another one of those fights. But like I died once and I was yeah. like, oh. and it just breaks the immersion and it's yeah, it becomes exactly. Tedious. Yeah. Yes. And this is uh, Ben. This is you know that this about me that this is my diatribe of immersion breaking of like <clears throat> it's breaking the flow that matters not having a health bar not like yeah. people referencing the game it's like the flow mm-hmm. and there were a few times where it broke the flow yes i would agree with that i mean yeah i liked your point of you could tell where it was like the different teams working on things because it felt like every yeah. individual part of this game was very high level but then there'd be yeah. points where i'm like going from my spaceship to the cantina or going from fighting to dialogue or going from dialogue to changing my clothes or something where it's like, that's where the like weird pain points were, where it's like, that's the stuff they weren't able to like QA fully, or I don't even know what, what the mm-hmm. issue was there, but those are the, the parts that I'm going to stick with break that broke my immersion because I am Calcastus when I'm playing this game. It did feel slightly rushed as a game. Like it Which, felt like it needed another two weeks. It's tough to write every AAA does these days. It feels like, True. right? Yeah. It was not cyberpunk, right? No, Let me be no, no, no. really clear. It was not a broken game. No. But you could feel it. Yeah. 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 Five years? Five years, yep. It was five years? Five years? Yep. It was five years. They hadn't kissed yet? He has a giant beard. They hadn't seen each other. Cal. They hadn't seen each other yeah. since. That takes three months. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Cal, takes, kiss her. It takes three months to kiss someone? No, to grow a beard. Oh. <laughs> not me. Science has proven it takes three months to kiss someone. It takes three days to kiss someone max. Come on. Wow. That's a long time. Cal has my facial hair genetics. It's five years. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, five years after. And if we remember, the big plot of the previous one was them getting the, oh, gosh, the, all the information of where the Jedis are. The Holocron? Holocron? Yep. Yeah. I think it's, what that, it's a Holocron, yeah. Yeah, they destroyed that, the. They destroyed Holocaust. it, so now people can't know where all the. Yeah, because they were like going around and like chasing down all the Jedi yeah. to kill yeah. them after Order sixty six. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they they destroyed the Jedi Black Book, and then yes, after that, now we kind of pick up with Cal, who's kind of doing his. He's kind of doing like mercenary stuff. Like he's, I feel like he's like just running around. I mean, he's with a group of people we don't know. One of them is the main. Support actor yeah. Bode seems like a good guy. Yeah, seems like a good guy. At the beginning, he I was seems like, like a good guy. I don't know about this dude. And then throughout the game, I'm like, I love this dude. He's awesome. And then they kind of go off after their colleagues die and one of your first initial fights and run-ins. Everyone else except for them. Exactly. Yeah. And then and then from there, it kind of just melds into the ultimate goal of trying to fight the Empire and then at the same time try to avoid them. So there's this. This idea that's placed into their head later by a different older Jedi who is cryogenically frozen. I want to say something real quick. Yeah, please. 
because Tyler makes a really good point. This is in between the movies in which episode three, the Republic is good. Episode four, Republic is bad because the Republic is the emperor. He, over, he takes over the Republic. Oh, it's the empire. Yeah. So that word is a gray area in this time. And I'm not sure how they used it in the game. I guess the, the High Republic is like the, the era that Dagan Gera, Dagan Gera, right? Is that his name? Yeah, Dagan Gera was like, that, that, that's the High Republic is like the 2000 years ago, where it's like the, uh, back in the like, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't remember if the Republic is how they use that. KOTOR. That's what Kotor. the kids call it. I think they use Empire. But yeah, the Republic was a good thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. But anyway, the ultimate goal, what they started looking for, which is kind of a driving factor of this is, is there a hiding place from the Empire? And there's a secret out that we find out that there may very well be that they can get to. And that's a lot of the driving factor, I think, here. The complicating part with the plot of this game, in my opinion, which, Jay, you kind of mentioned, is there's an added cool open world-esque to this game, which I'll get to later, yeah. but I, I kind of appreciated yeah, yeah. a little bit of how they danced this. But that complicates the plot because there's all this different stuff on your home planet in which yeah. doesn't actually add to it or not. And that's kind of the ultimate. Yeah. Do you guys know what what we mean when we say that a metaphor is sweaty? Uh, I don't. All right. It means you're working really hard. Oh, okay. yeah. To make it happen. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Right. This game feels really sweaty. Was that like the connection between Dagan Gera and Cal Kestis and his current yes. timeline stuff? We're going to make an open world happen. We're going to make a story happen. Yeah. We're going to make... What about... Okay, Dagan Gera, and then there's the random... Dagan Gera. Dagan oh. Gera's sidekick, right? The Who big guy? runs... Big dude. The... Uh, uh, yeah, what's his what? name? Big dude. Ravis. Ravis. Yeah. So Ravis is a giant dude who you repeatedly stab through the heart with your lightsaber, and he's like, I don't care. He's made of, like, Venom symbiote or something, yeah. Until, until like, two-thirds of the game when you stab him through the heart, and he's like, oh, no, I'm dying. Now that I'm dying. And, but I can talk for you, a while after I die. You stab him so many times through the heart. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That was weird. He is also second-in-command to Dagan Gera, a guy who lived 2,000, 2000 years, years ago. ago. But And I, was, I looked into it. Connection. Okay. I couldn't figure out, I, even after reading it, because remember, I took that break, right? I, I I played a bunch in like April. I thought he owed Dagan Gera like a life debt somehow. Yes, he did. Yeah. What does that mean? From when? That's from, from Kashyyyk lore. Why is he still here? It's been 2,000 years. I don't remember, dude. I understand why, why Dagan Gera is here 2,000 years later, because I re- resurrected right. him. Right. He also runs the local gang, the people I've been randomly fighting all along. All yeah. the mooks. It's it's like finding out that Shredder, the leader of the Foot Clan, <laughs> is also the same guy who uh, set up Darth Vader. Right. He's also the emperor. And it's like, I, I don't know. That feels like a bit much. All right. I have I have something. Yeah, go for it. Here's a sentence from the Wikipedia. After freeing her, uh, Z, the droid we were talking about earlier. Cal travels to the array where he senses force visions. Z is a woman where he. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, it's according to Wikipedia. Cal travels to the array where he senses force visions of two High Republic Jedi, Dagan Gera and Centauri Kree, who discovered the mythical planet of Tantalor hidden behind the supposedly impassable Kobo Abyss Nebula. Yep. A lot you know. of jibber jabber in that sentence. Tantalor is probably said more than any other word in this game. Yeah. Tantalor yes. is the. That's, that's the promised land. Yeah, exactly. 
And you do finally get there. How you can be hidden from the Empire, that's it. For you spending like all of 20 minutes of it. Yes, but it's pretty. For Dagon and Centauri, Dagon was like, this is a place where no one can find us, where we can train Jedi in Tantalor. And Centauri Kree, the other Jedi, was like, we can't go there. It's too far away. But he's like, I found a way to get. He takes her there. And she's like, oh, my gosh, we should show the Jedi this. They show the Jedi temple. What, what are those people called? The High Council. They show the Je- Jedi Council that. And the Jedi Council are like, no, I forget the reason why. It's too far away. It's, oh, I can't. I don't want to. And then Dagon Gera's like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is, it don't, is it don't hide? Don't hide, I guess. Maybe. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I would imagine a Jedi would be like, no, we must not disappear. We need to be in it and help people. Who knows? I don't know. I don't remember. It just feels like a whole thing, and I'm just not up for it. I, <laughs> okay, with, with all it's that all said. all the way over there behind the Kobo Abyss? <laughs> okay. All right, what do you got? With all that said, I feel like... Yeah. I know, we, I know we've prefaced multiple times saying, you should play this game. It's a great game. You should. And you should. just like probably if you're listening after any game that you love, you want to gripe with people about the little things that kind of bugged you. I feel like that's what we're doing. Yeah. If you don't realize that and you're just listening to this podcast, you're like, why the hell would I play this game? This has a lot of issues with it. That's fair. I feel like we should get into like the, this is awesome. Here's the changes. This is what I love about the game. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think Tyler should be the producer of this podcast. <laughs> All right. That's a good point. Caveat. What do you... Give me... Give me all the caveats, yeah. I'm going to compare it to some games that it is, combat-wise, not as good as. No, stop it. No, do that later. Okay, (laughs) that's my caveat. Uh, No, here we go. It's not Elden Ring, but goddamn, the combat's fun. The combat's really fun, dude. We didn't even talk about the freaking stances in this game. Dude, that's what I'm saying. The stances! I want to get into that. This is what I want to get into now. We've been been bragging about it. it. Let's get into gameplay. Let's get into the greatness of it. Let's do it. Yeah, the fact that you can have a it's not a pommel what's it called a hilt or whatever is part of the lightsaber like a kylo ren lightsaber in this game and just like you and it's like twice as big as a normal lightsaber and you're wielding it like a giant broadsword i thought that was amazing yeah, like that a so bat, much like a fucking bat and you just hammer on people so dude there's feels so good you could do you could dual wield double blade single dude, and then game, you can gun you could throw, and i was blade. throwing my lightsaber a gun and blade oh my god dude Awesome. I was constantly switching all the times. So. I loved the principle. I loved the idea of the four different stances because yeah, mm. it brings in four different, I think, quite different styles of play Yeah, that you can choose and go through this entire game and do. And I thought it was, I thought it was brilliant. I loved it. I thought it was yeah. awesome. And the funny thing was when each of us were talking about going through on our own timeline. Both of us, or all both of us, all three of us ended up with the two main stances, which was cross guard, the huge broad sword you're talking about, slower bit of combat. Mm, cross guard was so good. And then dual wield was a little bit faster. Yeah, so. dual wield was sick. Additional thing with that actually I think has a close tie to the stances is how they did the um, experience points, I guess. Yeah. I really, so, okay, here's an approach that I have as a, Man, a saver, I'm going to say, during video games. So in a video game, and I've been playing a fair amount of open world games, so there's a lot of this exact um, dynamic or uh, mechanism where they give you a skill point and you get to fill out your skill tree. And when there's multiple options, I'm always like, oh my God, I don't want to choose the wrong thing. I'm talking like I'm playing FIFA, I'm playing, you know, whatever. It's like you don't want to choose the wrong thing. I love the finding, I don't know if you guys did this, 
where you can spend one skill point to completely reset your skill tree, get all of yeah. your skill points back, and then redo it how you want to. Yeah. Which I thought was brilliant. I did not even realize it cost a skill point. It still it costs a skill point. No, the first one's free. The first one's free, but then the I next the first one's, one's free. I was just saying, I did yep. it one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never did it. I did it once. But knowing it was there was so good. Dude, I loved it. I, it. It felt freeing to me in this weird, like, oh, no, I must save her and not do the wrong thing. Perfectionistic saver. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But the great thing is, is because when I found out I like those two stances, I reset it and just freaking went all out on those two things. Did the same thing. Yeah, it was very nice to have that. I remember in Witcher 3 and in Elden Ring, they have that, the skill trees, but both of them are like, I had to look up online to be like, can I change my skill tree at some point now that yeah. I know what I'm doing 50 hours in? Yeah. And like, yeah, you have to go to this one witch under a barrel in this faraway land and it costs 5,000 gold or whatever. <laughs> Let me make it very clear. That's Elden Ring. Well, there was a similar thing in Witcher 3, though, and I, I, it was a lot of money and it was like, I, I think I ended up doing it once, but it was just like, it's nice to have that. Just like, yeah, it's free if you want to do it one time. Once you figure out what you're doing, feel free to undo what you did. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, along with the fighting, I really like the platforming. Like, yes, I, I feel like I, that's a thing that people complained a lot about online, but I really enjoyed just like running and jumping. The thing that I definitely had to look up was what were they called? The they're not shrines, but they definitely were like Star Wars version of. Um, yeah, yeah. Breath of the Wild shrines, yeah. Breath of the Wild of yeah, the Zelda shrines, but they're called like the chambers or something like that, right? Where you have to like use force powers to like move glowing balls around. To, and like, it's a open pretty big doors. reward. I'm trying to remember what exactly you got out of those. It was worth doing. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you had to do it. There was one place yeah, yeah, where you yeah. had to do like four of them to get out of the planet. I can't believe I can't remember that. I don't remember. What I it can't was, remember. It, was, like, it wasn't just like memories, but um, no, uh -uh. it was actually skill, which I appreciate. I don't want it just memories. Yeah. It's like, cool. I don't care about like, I mean, I care about that, but I need yeah, yeah, yeah. something more substantial. What about the force tears? Those were cool, too. Huh? Those were so dope. What were those? Those were cool, too. This is uh, combat challenges. Yeah, they were like the little golden glowing thing. And it'd be like. Fight a hundred stormtroopers. Mm -hmm. It's a survival challenge. Oh, OK. I never really. What was that? Uh, force tears. What does it give you? It gives you something also. But was it? I never figured out if it was trying to like give me something. Like, am I earning gold? Tons of XP. Oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah, I think you get like an entire skill point plus, if I remember correctly. Okay, cool. Some were very difficult. Some were doable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some were difficult when they made you use the stance. You have to use the stance, the one that you aren't using. So you have like no advantages to it, and you just get destroyed every time. Yeah. Yeah. Another cool tie-in to um to other star wars entities is watching ahsoka this past uh the past few months and there's a part where ahsoka picks up something that another jedi had broken and is able to sense what had happened how it got broken and like what that person was thinking and feeling and doing around in that moment yeah which is called sense echo and it was invented yeah. for fallen order by cal kestis and this is the first time it was officially canonized, which is kind of cool. Oh, oh, wow. Really? I remember like when that happened, like freaking out and being like, I'm pretty sure the only person that can do that is Cal Tahana. She's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but thanks. Yeah. But like, yeah. And I, like of course, like, oh, yeah, I looked it up after. And yeah, those are the only two people. And you get a little XP every time you do it. Yeah. Ahsoka gets 50 XP every time she does that in the show. It's really weird. <laughs> every time. How is she going to use that? Uh, uh, but yeah, and that was a cool little tie-in. Hannah did not divorce Ben. No, she didn't. She did go to bed immediately. She missed the rest of the episode. She was so furious. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah. That's awesome. And we didn't talk enough about how gorgeous this game is. The first one was beautiful. The first one, I didn't, we didn't have a PS5 back then, did we? First one was previous generation. Yeah. And I remember it being gorgeous then, but man, this game yeah. on a PS5 is just like. Yes. There's times when it's photorealistic. I mean, it's photorealistic sounds weird because the, like, it literally is made from photos, like the rocks and the, like, the landscapes and stuff. So it literally is photos, but. Just like the way things turn in 3D and the people, like the characters' faces and stuff, it's just a beautiful game. Gorgeous. One last gripe. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> gripe away, man. You be the griper. Gripe. I'm ready. Go for it. Sometimes when you're playing a game, you fight a boss, and you beat the boss. You you get to the bottom of their health bar, and then there's a cutscene in which the boss is like, "Oh ho!" And now I escape. This game, every boss has that. Yeah, that's true. Every time you beat a boss, they're like, ho, 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 cutscene. Actually, I killed you. <laughs> you do end up killing all of them. Uh, except for one. Bode? Spoiler alert. You killed Bode. Oh. Spoiler does Bode, alert. Does Bode kill himself? How does Bode die? I thought you killed Bode. No, we killed Bode. Oh, he makes you kill him. It's it's Varth Dater. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Right? For sure. Yeah. You get him to the bottom of the health nope. bar. We can't kill him. We're before No New Hope, so he ex- exists still. Right. So you, you get to the, no. the bottom of the health bar, and it's like, oh, no. And it's like, I expected him to get away. I know I'm not going to kill him. But then he just kills you. It's like, well, then what was the point? Yeah. Okay. I did not have an issue with that at all. No. Really? That's no. so funny. I was not into it. I remember in the moment thinking, like, I know I can't kill Darth Vader right now. Yep. I'm probably going to die. This is still really cool and really fun and really challenging, and I'm loving fighting Darth Vader. Great fight. Great yeah. I remember thinking that in the yeah. first one, Love too. It. You get to fight Darth Vader, and it was cool how they use that yes. to both games. But, I don't know. It, people say that about prequels all the time, right? Where it's like, oh, there's no stakes. You know this character lives or whatever. You know this character's in the sequels and stuff. I'm like, if you're stopping to think about that, then the movie's already failed, right? Where, like, I'm not yeah. constantly thinking about, what, where's this character going to be in 20 years? What are they going to do? Like, yeah. I don't know. I was along for the ride. Let, let me make it clear that it's not about me going like, oh, I know this character can't die because they're in the next movie. It's about like fight, fight, fight. And then I hit you at the bottom of your health bar. And then it goes to a cutscene where it's like, no, you didn't hit me. Yeah, that's fair. Or what was more frequent? Like I, I referenced Varth Dater. Uh, please bleep it. But I, we already spoilers. How many times did you kill Bode? I know. Or Dagan Gera. Dude, I think that I think that's a big big takeaway for me in this game is the boss situation. And we'll get into this yeah. with my song, but it's like, so there are games where final bosses disappoint. Okay. So I think my all time favorite game, breath of the wild is one of those where it's an incredible game. And then you go beat the final boss of breath of the wild and you go, Oh, that's it. I killed him in one try, not even trying hard. And that was, that's the game. And that makes you wanting more. This game yeah. is the opposite of that. As far opposite as I have ever played. The beautiful thing was you got multiple, multiple bosses. Like you think you beat the final boss by beating Dagan Guerrera, which was a multiple, multiple try thing for me. Oh, yeah. And then you have the kiss pseudo climax of the entire story with a little bit of a cringeworthy, you know, he says, hey, you're pretty to her at the end of this thing. When you're like this ultimate power force, which that's the compliment that you're giving her. Anyway. You seem neat. You're pretty. I like you. <laughs> At least she didn't like giggle and blush, you know? No, no. Her role was fantastic besides that yeah. one yeah. saint. Anyway, 
Um, great. But then you get forced into like, you know, the extras. I don't know, like whatever the the encore of the game in which you are yeah. fighting Varth Dater, which is an incredibly hard boss that I had to look up how to beat him. And then I love that we're insisting on this. It's fantastic. Yep. Stick with it. But no, but actually right before that, you fight Bode for the first time after the ultimate let me say, amazing plot twist that I did not see coming by any means of Bo turning. Oh, yes. That was... Oh, no, I was going to say the plot twist right after that, which is you dying. No, that. No, yeah. But that happened, and then he, and then you die, and I was like... That was good. And I, don't wanna, I didn't want to Google, can you beat Bo? Because I figured yeah. I was going to fight him later, so I had to wait for the whole game to end. And the answer is, no, you can't beat him. He's going to kill yeah, yeah. Let me Let me be clear. I fought him and never took damage once. And I just kept hitting him. And the game is just like, you know, Jason, you're amazing. No. Your, your dick is so large. <laughs> and yet, okay, maybe that didn't happen. I got absolutely destroyed. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Like he was a whole nother like, oh my God, I, I can do nothing about this. And then you get Farth Dater and then you get Boat again, who I told you guys, and I played on, I played on normal, whatever that was, Jedi, Jedi Knight, Jedi. Mm-hmm. For most, for the entire game, I thought about dropping it. Played normal, friendly neighborhood Jedi. Yeah, and it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you play. Right, you play whatever. Whatever the hell is fun for you, right? So I'm like, all right, yeah. I'm gonna do this, and I beat the, all the other bosses, Dagon Guerrero, everybody like that normally. And it took me a while, but I got there. And then I freaking yeah. fight both final Bode. It took me literally over twenty tries. Jesus, over dude. two days. Oh my God. Marva's out of town and I spent an entire evening. I'm like, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. It, I think I spent like 10 or 15 times. And I was like, Jeez. I couldn't do it. You never changed the difficulty. So I, I, I went to the next day. I tried a couple oh, more times goodness. and I got on that same difficulty. I got, a f- I don't know the, what oh. stage three of the three, this yeah, close yeah. to being done. And then I freaking got me again. It's a tough fight. And then I dropped difficulties to, rookie or whatever you know like pad one and i still had to try four more times here we go yes just to underline tyler's point i copied and pasted his text from the day he did that he texted jason and i dudes i did multiple surgeries today dissecting along the carotid artery and fighting this damn boss in jedi survivor is the hardest thing i've done all day yes dude tough the main point is that surgery is not as hard right as is that doctors don't do much <laughs> that's the takeaway they don't do much nope nope oh dude. just dig around in the neck it's very easy you know, yeah it was it felt like as a little kid when you're fighting that ultimate boss and it felt it feels like it takes forever and you finally do it yeah but it was just a little too hard for me and that was that was a little bit of a takeaway well he was he was cheap and there's this moment where i, I the girls will watch me fight him you're fighting the not Dagangara, but uh, Bode, mm-hmm. and you have to give in to the dark side with his daughter watching, by the way. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. And your yes. girlfriend holding his daughter. Yeah. And you have to press R3 and L3 at the same time to embrace the dark side. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So the third time through, I was like, girls, I'm going to try something. I'm not going to embrace the dark side. <gasps> I did. I did the same mistake. And Ben, Ben, do you know what happens? What happens? You just die. You die. Okay, cool. And and it's and it's like two thirds of the way through the fight, right? So you're like, oh, I gotta go through stage one and stage two again. Yeah, it's obnoxious. Yes. And I, I think part of it would be like, oh, what a cool idea, and then you do it, and you're like, no, it's just kind of like you just reset the fight. It's the illusion of choice. Yep. It's yeah. not. Yep. Not as fun. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And the, and then you 
you've got like a dark side power you can use. Yeah. And I kept being like, oh, maybe I shouldn't use it. Nah. And the more I tried, I was like, I don't think the game cares. There's no morality no. bar. I looked it up. <laughs> Perfectionistic gamer. I wanted to make sure. Yeah. Yep. The game keeps being like, oh, you shouldn't use this because it's a dark side power. You're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Wait, but I just win if I do it and there's no consequence. Yep. Sweet. I, I guess dark side. And cool. it's an amazing power. Also, you, you can't win without it. Cool. Let's, I guess, use it. Yeah. And then yeah. I'm supposed to kind of feel guilty about it. But maybe, but maybe they're threading the line saying like, hey, you know, let's not be totally polarized here. I mean, sure. like like most movies and shows now or nowadays, are like everybody's a little more complex than just good guy, bad guy. A little complex. Exactly. I appreciate that. If that's what they're going for. Who knows? I don't think they were. <laughs> this, is, this is a game where over and over and over, I felt like every time I'm like, you know what? I think they're going for something interesting here. And then like two seconds later, I'm like, mm, maybe not. It's also tough because like you can't compare this game to games like Elden Ring or Baldur's Gate 3 or Tears of the Kingdom. I can't. This... How okay, well, dare you. End the podcast. Thank you. You can't do it. <laughs> the guys. end. End the podcast. End the episode. <laughs> um, and we're not here to do that. So um, no, in, in the sense that like this is such a linear game, right? We keep talking about our frustrations with like, <clears throat> I tried to go left, but it made me go straight. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's the fucking game. The game is going straight. You're on rails like. This is not an open world game, even though it does a really good job compared to the first one, kind of pretending to be open world. Like, you're, yes, you're on rails, but those rails have a lot of branches, right? You can go to a lot of side quests. All of those side quests are on very strict rails, too. But you can't just kind of like do whatever you want out of order. And like, there's not a lot of like random interactions with people that you can like go save their shop over or whatever. Like, it's not Red Dead Redemption, right? It's not it's not going to give you those random interactions if you're just like, run along the trail but this game felt so close to perfection yeah it needed another couple months in in the cooker you think so i don't know i honestly don't know if they could have gotten there because it was never going to have those linear advantages that those or, or the the open world advantages right it's just a different thing i appreciate that it's not an open world game i think for me that's actually one of the pros I and mean, maybe this is just a flaw in my game choice but i played like spider-man red dead a while ago obviously uh Horizon what was another one that I played. Oh, Zelda. All of them are kind of the same game with different skin, right? The, the game true. nowadays is you make an open world game and I get very excited about it and I play it. And I'm like, it's a little bit of the same game. So for my gameplay, yeah. it was actually kind of nice to be like, oh, this is a little more linear. I appreciate that because it changes my. Yeah, you can relax a little bit. Rhythm. Yeah, yeah. That's why I just play Madden. There you go. <laughs> Oh, neededly. Because it's different every time. I win every I, time. But the score's a little different. Man, this game, this game is so close to being, like, fantastic. I thought it was fantastic. I just feel like it, every angle is just one step below. It's not a bad game by any means. It's just a really good game. Yeah, it just did not great. And that's kind of where I sit with it on every dynamic. Fair. All right. Which is a shame, because it's, it's so good that I want it to be fit. I, I want it to be the greatest ever. I mean, I do. It, if Red Dead Redemption 2 was just skinned as a Star Wars game, I would love it more. Like that game would be better than both of these games, <laughs> like than Red Dead original or this game. But it's 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 trying to be something else. And so yeah. and maybe just linear games can't ever be as. I don't know, it's like engrossing or as um, fluid as an open world game, but I felt like it was 
other than what kind of the issues we talked about earlier and some of the glitches, I felt like it was about as good as it can be while still being linear. But it does feel like the linear aspect of the game holds it back significantly when it comes to like doing whatever you want to do and being like a, a pure, just like enjoyable. Like I didn't feel like I could be as like it wasn't a creative outlet. Yes. For me at all. Like like Elden Ring would be or like Baldur's yeah. Gate where I'm like, this game can be whatever I want it to be. There's no room yeah. for expression. Completely agree. Yeah. No, but I think but I think they're working under those confines and I think they're that's their yeah. purpose, even though they dabbled yeah. in the open world. And I think that what you're describing that you want, which is something that I want, which is something I think Jason wants, is Star Wars Outlaws. The announced open world. Let's is it next year? Go. 2024, it says. So next year, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's before Grand Theft Auto 6. Hey, everything's before that's, Grand Theft Auto 6. Did you see the trailer yet? For 6? That's before my book comes out. When you, I thought your book came out. Yeah, Grand, the GTA trailer came out uh, yesterday. No way. I got to watch that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, watch it. Watch and it real it ends time. with coming soon, 2025. It's going to be a bunch of uh, horrible... Italian accents, etc. It's never racist to make fun of Italians. Oh, great. It's okay. It's Vice City, the sequel? It is. Yes, it's Vice City, the sequel. That's great. I was So I was thinking about it the other day. Can you answer this? There's GTA 1 and 2, which are like the top-down. Phenomenal games. Then there's GTA 3. Yeah, the first 3D game. Which was the big, big step. Yep. Which was like the first one we played on PS, I think. Maybe PlayStation 2 in high school. PS2, PS2. in high school. The Deuce. For sure, PS2. Uh, and then there was GTA 4. Was that San Andreas? No. Or Vice City? Or San Andreas and Vice City were both GTA nope. 3. Oh, those are all different. So those were, but GTA 3 was its own thing. Were those expansion? Those were full-fledged games, right? Full-fledged games. Vice City was its own game. San Andreas was its own yep. game. What was, and GTA 4 was the Russian yep. dude? Yes. Nico. He, and that was New York. Nico. Nico? Is that what you said? Liberty City, but yes. Yeah, okay. And then Liberty the City. last one yeah. was you get the three yeah. guys. Yes. Including Trevor. Yes. And that's in LA. Yes. And like the surrounding... Okay, cool. Which I haven't played GTA 5, by the way. I should probably play that. It's literally the, the highest grossing game of all time. It's it's the highest grossing game every single year since it came out. Because of GTA Online. Singularly in that I year. I was going to wait for GTA 6, but I'm like, well, I mean, I'd rather play in LA than exactly. in freaking Florida. I hate Florida. 100%. Dude. I, wanna, I was thinking this morning. Sorry for your Floridian listeners. I listened to an hour and a half long podcast dissecting the trailer. So I'm all like... Fully GTA 6. Oh, wow. But during it, I was like, you. I need to go back and play GTA 5 because I haven't played it. it since PS3. Do it. Dude, I'll play with you. Let's play Let's play playthrough. I'm in for it. Let's do it. I'm let's run it back. Uh, it's probably, it's like 10 bucks on PS5. So let's get it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in for it. I mean, the, the downside with it is the online is so big. I never wanted to do online. We can do online. Yeah. <laughs> like just you and me. And like, we can go like rob 7-Elevens and stuff. Oh, yeah. So let's do that. That'll be our homework over the, the holiday break. Oh, what's the drink? What's the song? This game's pretty fun. You with frustration. When I was all done, I just had to question. What's the beer? What's the song? I can't always tell. I just want to know. What game is Westy 12? All right, who wants to go first? What game is Westy 12? Ah, he knows it. He's a fan. He knows it. I'll go first. My drink is a Coke and cherry Slurpee. Not a cherry Coke Slurpee, but a Slurpee when you do like half Coke and then you do like the cherry oh, okay. for a little bit. 
um, thoroughly fun, right? It's like a little summary game. You're having fun with your friends. You're driving with the top down, drinking your Coke and Cherry Slurpee. Just kind of fun all the way through. And all there's some negatives in there, right? If that's all you subsist on, there's some you might have some negative consequences. But I can, for the most part, ignore all of the negatives and just kind of make it a very enjoyable thing. As long as I'm not thinking about the negatives until they kind of catch up with me and I glitch out because I'm just living off of sugar and cherry and coke. But anyway, yeah, overall, very positive. Tyler, what's your drink? Love it. I like it. Like the idea. Mine is also honestly a very positive thing. I'm wondering if Jason's going to have like, you know, old tap water. <laughs> Rusty milk. I liked this game. I liked this game. <laughs> okay. My drink is is a beer. So a classic. What's the beer? What's the Just song? beer. Beer. Just beer. beer. And that's it. In quotation marks. Beer. It's good. It tastes good. Check it out. Ever had it? Don't ask questions. Don't look too hard. <laughs> it is a beer by Great Notion, which is a brewery up in Portland. It's fairly well known if you're a brewery beer kind of person. Um, and I chose their beer Super Ripe mm. because it is ripe as a normal kind of IP that they have. It's fantastic. Basically all their stuff is hazy. Super Ripe is a double IPA version of it. So a little bit harder, a little bit more intense. And I think that was my takeaway from this game was mm-hmm. great game. I think better in terms of story, better in games, in terms of gameplay yeah. against Fallen Order and also harder. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed sure. on all counts. My drink and um, I mean, not to call you both ableist, but because I have diabetes, I can't have either of those. So you had three beers tonight. Just give yourself more insulin. Mine is sugar free <laughs> gum. I'm not on insulin. Sugar free Coke and Jerry. <laughs> uh, no, here's the the cool. Uh, this is this is what you call a cheat code. Um, liquor. It's it's booze is the cheat code. Uh, it doesn't count. Uh, it does nothing to my sugar. It's great. There's no sugar in booze. There really isn't. It's great. If it's high enough proof. Right. There you go. Your, your body mm-hmm. just can't can't process it quickly enough and so it just doesn't raise your blood sugar very much uh fantastic it's a dream it raises your gout very much though yeah it does uh okay so i invented this drink it's a combination between a uh, a vesper and a ford martini and so it's three ounces of gin one ounce of vodka half an ounce oh. of lilit blanc 0.25 ounces of benedictine and two dashes of orange bitters <laughs> you um, added bitter to the bitterest drink I've ever heard of in my life. No, oh god, dude, check it out. It is so smooth. Bitters within a cocktail is like salt and pepper. It's like seasoning. It just adds a little bit of kick to it. Exactly. Yeah, I know, but it's just like gin, which is the bitter of the of the liqueur. It's not bitter. Gin is not bitter. It's sweet. It's great. I love gin. And then you add vodka, which is even more bitter. Again, it tastes like water. It's not even a thing. The, what's the Blanc? Little Blanc. It's a white wine. White wine. It's a, it's a particular white wine. Bene, Benedictine is is a liqueur, but also it's not really bitter. I'm, I mean, I have a taste. I'm interested. I'm going to come Turn down. I'll, I'll text it to you. Ben, will you bring him? Make it. Bring a mason jar of this back when you come back, Ben. Yes. Cool. Try Under it. Three ounces, it's, though. it's worth a shot. Um, it's a few shots. How many three ounce bottles can I take? <laughs> I have 37 bottles, but they're all three ounces. Oof. Well, it's got to fit. It's technically got to fit in one big Ziploc. You can probably just line them up. Though. You probably get nine of those. It's got to it's got to get checked because remember, it starts with three ounces of gin. Oh, okay. oh good point. Fair. That's three ounces right there. Wait, will you tell me why this is your drink? No. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a combination between things I love, right? Love of Vesper. Vesper comes from... Um, Casino Royale, uh, the movie, and also I think from the original James Bond movies and or James Bond uh, books. 
And um, it's just, it's a great cocktail. Love a, uh, a Ford cocktail. What's a Ford? Let me see if I can remember it exactly. I might have to Google it, but it's, uh, it's the Benedictine with, the, uh, with gin. Right, okay. Benedictine gin and uh, orange bitters, I think. And so the overlap is just kind of adding the vodka and a little blanc, uh, which is the Vesper. And it just really smooths out both. It's like, it's kind of a, you got my, your peanut butter and my chocolate. Which is what I feel about Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor. Like, it's Star Wars plus Dark Souls. It's kind of amazing. And you can critique it and be like, I don't know, man, that sounds like a lot of booze. And you're like, you're, you're not wrong. And I'm having a great time. Yeah. And that's how I feel about these games is. Fair. Well, that, yeah, that just feels like lowest common denominator. Like, you know, it's just uh, Dark Souls <laughs> combat with Star Wars. And I'm like, yeah, it's fun. It's great. Yeah. I didn't even mention the Dark Souls aspect of it. God, the combat's good. I but, love the combat in this game. Great combat. Great. Yeah. Great combat. combat. Yeah. And it doesn't touch. It doesn't touch Elden Ring. It doesn't touch Dark Souls. It's not as good as that. But no game is. This is better than like 99% of games out there. Yeah. It's incredible. It's no Cinco Pals. It's no Cinco Pals. All right. What's your song? Uh, oh, God. Uh, my song is Le Temps et Assassin. Yep. By Cecile McLaurin Salvant. German, huh? Exactly. I don't even know her. You brought her. You German. What? No. What? Why did you pick that song, Jason? <laughs> I picked the song because I liked it. I'm trying to pull up the lyrics down to read some of the cool. lyrics to you. In another language. To make the connection. Thank you. Oui, oui, Jean-Claude. Oui, oui. Oui, oui, Jean-Claude. Oui, oui. Ah, pity Philippe. Ah, Tyler, tell me that, that this is not Jedi Survivor right here. Okay, go I'm ready. Time is an assassin. It's the name of the song. Sometimes I feel the mysteries of all the things I can't get my head around. Like I've, if I was the only one on Earth looking for an absolute, when the world's most sincere love struggles in a scent of ending, I say this is real misery. I say time is an assassin. And I don't want anything anymore. And in love, I'm scared of being for having seen dark and cruel, withering those wonderful dream makers and dying from disappointment, my tenderness. Does this not feel Jedi Survivor to you? I'm thinking of Marin and I'm thinking of Cal Mine's and their Marin love too. and the darkness. I'm always thinking about Marin. I get it. And, and is, is not time itself the assassin? They just want a moment between the loading screens where they can hold each other. I like it. Thank you. That's my next poem. It's called Between the Loading Screens. Nice. Between the Loading Screens. You know that the, the lady Dathomirians don't have spikes like Marin. Yeah. But the male Dathomirians do like Darth Maul. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't realize that. Oh, wait, wait. She's a lady Darth Maul? She's a lady Darth She's Maul. She's a lady Darth Maul. Oh, my God. She's a lady Darth Maul. She's a night sister. Darth Mallet. Darth Marin. The men got the spikes. Men got the spikes. That's what the Y chromosome does, boys. That's right. That's right. There's there's two genders and one of them got spikes. <laughs> My song is Ben. You will have heard of this. I don't know if anybody else would, but if you haven't heard of it, you should look it up on your streaming music of choice. The band is called Harper Blinn. Yeah. The song is called Bound to Break. Oh, my it God. is how I feel like this this game did, which I mentioned earlier, but it starts out just real smooth. Just a little, you know, guitar, bass, drums, band, kind of a, I don't know, alternatively poppy-ish. And as the song goes, it crescendos into this more and more complex drum 
beat, I guess, for lack of a better word. And it is just incredible building, 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 building until the end of it. You're like, yeah, there's no way in hell that I could do that, that drum. Maybe Ben could, but no. there's no way I could, no. I could drum what they're drumming. And just like this game, it just builds and builds. And it's like, wow, I just actually can't do that at the end. It takes me forever. Yeah, that song's so good. Listen incredible song, though, and an incredible game. Those two together. Let's do it. so good thank you that was the song i was trying to think of the other day my song i went with a, a new song from the barbie movie called i'm just ken sung by ryan gosling uh, and it's i don't know if you guys have you guys seen the movie Great movie. Fantastic. Not yet. Oh, okay. Amazing movie. Um, which, by the way, my nine-year-old, almost 10 in a month, that's insane, uh, saw it at a sleepover and didn't ask. Oh. We specifically told them, oh. we want to watch this with you. It's PG-13. We want to watch it first, then we'll watch it with you. We can talk about it. Yeah, you're receiving it for it. Yeah. They watched yeah. it with their friends at a sleepover a few months ago. So that was a conversation we had to have with them. It's ongoing. But anyway. Uh, I did that is, with RoboCop when I was about seven years old. That's great. Totally. Anyway, that's um, this is mainly like before Marin and Cal kiss. Uh, it just this is like what's going through Cal's head when he's like, we've been working together for years now. I've, I've, we've saved each other's lives. I feel like we've like really invested in this relationship. There's literally no one else that our parts work with that we know. Let's kind of make this happen just because they're like humanoid, right? Everyone else is like Grease or whatever. I guess Seer, but that's like his master. So it's like, that's not a thing that's going to happen. I don't know. Cordova seems a little old. Not that I'm ages, but anyway. Did you say that our parts work with? <clears throat> I'm just I wanna, Ken. I want to circle back. I'm just, just Ken. <laughs> anywhere else I'd be a 10. Right? You know the song. Uh, yeah, it's it's my destiny it. to live and die. A life of blonde fragility. This could be redhead fragility. Uh, I'm just, I'm going to say Cal, because it's the character's name. Cal, I'm just Cal, where I see love, she sees a friend. Ugh. What will it take for her to see the man behind the tan and fight for me? Mm. And then she does. She, she fights for you. She fights with you. So it's it's kind of a twist on that, because it's if Barbie then fell in love with Ken, which is a whole separate issue, right? But anyway, yeah, good for Marin. Good for Cal. Good for us. Good for everyone. All right, uh, recommendation station. Now's the time where we pick one to two to ten things that we've been watching Soaking in, thinking about. I guess GTA 6 is mine. What else? Um, MCU movie by uh, Joanna. What's her name? It's really good. What's that oh. called? Joanna Robinson oh. just came out a couple months ago. That's really, really good. It kind of gets in the behind the scenes of how kind of what made the whole MCU saga so special and why, yes, there's a lull oh. right now. It's probably never going to be, it'll get better than it is right now, but it's probably never going to like the stars very much aligned for like how amazing, like yes. infinite, like all the you yeah, know, 18 yeah, movies yeah. or 20 movies leading into infinity saga and all that, like stuff yeah. like, like the casting for a lot of these things were just like favors for friends and stuff or like randomly chosen. Um, I think my the one I'm thinking of now is that Joss Whedon stuck in um, Thanos into the end of Avengers. 
as like yep. a fun wink to fans and it had nothing to do with like it going forward and Thanos actually becoming like the big boss seven years later, 10 movies later or whatever. But Feige just took that and like, did, like, so there's stuff like that in there. I'm like, oh, it was a lot of just really, really good luck and like really yep. good craft along the way. But like was not at all this like grand scheme of things. And so, yeah, that's a book that I'm really enjoying right now. I'm interested. That sounds great. And then Scavengers Reign, HBO. Jason, I told you about it. Yes. I started it. I keep seeing it. No, okay. but I keep seeing it on my HBO Max. And I'm like, mm, want to check it out. It's like nothing I've ever seen. It's I'm excited. It's so weird and thought provoking and challenging and entertaining and funny. And like it's it's oh, I heard it described as the Martian meets what's the anime you used to like a lot, Jay? Neon Genesis Evangelion. No, no, way like 20 years ago. Uh, it was on uh, Cowboy uh, Bebop. So yeah, it was, it's The Martian mixed with Cowboy Bebop. Wow, that sounds awesome. Yeah, Scavenger's Reign, check it out. Those are mine. What do you guys got? I've got a game that we mentioned two years ago, whenever it was announced, I think, called El Paso Elsewhere. Yes. And this is Max Payne plus Werewolves. Yeah, oh. dude, I, I downloaded it. I bought Max it. Payne, classic. Are you, no, I didn't buy it. You didn't buy it? it you bought it for me. It's in my library. Yeah. Check it out, dude. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, for sure. incredible. I'm kind of constantly impressed by it. And I've been playing it for, I think I'm 10 hours in. I think I'm close to the end. And I just wanted something arcadey, Max Payne, slow-mo, jump to the side and shoot two guns at a bunch yep. of zombies. Sounds great. And it's got that. It's got that in spades. What I've been really impressed by is this is an incredibly small team where, if I remember right, I believe the designer of the game is a solo designer also voices the male protagonist. Oh. And the female the female character, the main female character is voiced by someone else. But like the voice work is really good. Oh. The writing is really good. And that's constantly surprising me. Mm -hmm. The level design is phenomenal. The ways it teaches you to go back through the same level and solve the thing again. The weapons are great. It doles them out slowly where you don't get a yeah. shotgun until like level four. And shotgun feels good, by the way. Is it roguelike? No. Nope, just oh, okay. a classic just going through the same levels again. So it's more like uh, Dark Souls like where it teaches you the mm. level. And as you go back through it, you're like, oh, you're I see. I'm actually going through this door. I'm here again. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And in fact, in, you know, Dark Souls and all of those, when you die, big giant letters on the screen says you die. Right. Yeah. This is a different game and it feels different. And when you die, giant letters fill the screen that says you keep going. Oh, that's cool. It's like Celeste. And it's exactly that's, really that's cool. what it feels like. Yeah, it's it's really good. Uh, back in Max Payne, remember, you would pick up like um, pill bottles to like extend your health. Yeah. And in the opening of this is like, by the way, I'm an addict. By the way, I've been clean for nine months. But for this final thing where I have to go fight my girlfriend, who is Dracula. Jesus. I'm going to go back on drugs. Yeah, because that's the only way to get through this. Sometimes you got to use the dark side. Right. And it, it makes it like you pick up pills throughout the game and it's like it kind of makes you feel bad about yeah. it. Yeah. And it's just really good at stuff like that where it's like, ah, oh, that's that's good. That's solid. It's not it's not dealing with it lightly. Yeah. And yet it feels like a fun game. So the uh, highly recommend El Paso elsewhere. You start in like a dingy Motel 6, but I'm pretty sure by the second level, You've taken an elevator downwards through hell and like things have changed. The story has changed and you're OK with that. You understand that, that something different is happening. 
But as it starts, you're just dingy hotel, dingy motel in El Paso uh, to go and find your ex-girlfriend, who is Dracula, who is trying to end the world. That sounds awesome. It's so cool. I remember the trailer a couple years ago. That was sweet. Yeah, I'll have to it holds up. To that. All right. Combat feels really good, too. That's uh, the idea of like you keep going just because souls likes are so often um, compared to or, you know, they're a metaphor for depression and self-harm yes. and that kind of stuff. Kind of like the you die. Yes, but you keep going. You keep going and you pick yourself like Celeste was like the famous one a couple years ago where it's like, yep, you've beaten this level 400 times or whatever. You've died. What does it say when you get the top like or every stage? It's like you've died eight, 87 times, but you keep going type of thing. God, that mm-hmm. good. It's like, yes, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can't do it. But you did it. Yep. Somehow you're getting up and you're still doing this thing that was impossible two hours ago. The one difference I'd say is, is Celeste consistently feels like a metaphor. Oh, yeah. And this game feels like a story that you can connect to. Oh, right? cool. So you can the connect your own yeah. feelings of depression mm-hmm. or whatever it might be to yeah. this story. But it's actually just genuinely telling the story. And built into the gameplay of that. Mm-hmm. Keep on going thing. That's really cool. Yep. Uh, oh, we'll get to you eventually, Tyler. <laughs> I didn't realize that since we played this, I've also played all of Spider-Man 2, which was like 40 hours Hell yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah. And platinum that one. That oh. was so freaking fun, dude. Oh, my God. It's it's Miles Morales, but... I'm excited for it. But there's two of them. There's two of it's them. It's the first game plus Miles Morales, and then they made it into another game. So it's like all the fun of the first two. And it's, yeah, it's just great. It's really fun. Are we talking like a like a Spider-Man 2 situation? Tiderman Spew oh. kind of situation, yeah. Tyler, what do you got for us? Uh, let's see. I'm going to say for my game recommendation, it's going to be a card slash board game. Mm. This is one that I played probably a couple months ago. It's new on thing. It's called Settlers of Catan. <gasps> uh, it, it's wow. C-A-T-A-N. So if you're looking at yeah. Oh, like cats. Um, now, the, the tiles you're playing with, these tiles are, they're squares? They're squares. They gotta be squares. Circles? Uh, they're, they're dodecahedrons. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, my mind, it is blown. 3D Catan. <laughs> uh, the game is called Skull. Like the skull in your head. Uh, if you Google it, you're just gonna find a bunch of pictures of skulls. Skull game, skull card game. Skull game. Honestly, you can buy the game, buy the game, it's fantastic. You can also play the game with a deck of cards. Oh, cool. But, I mean, you can maybe look up a YouTube or whatever. Yeah. Just give them 10 bucks to buy the game. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a fantastic game. It is really fun. It gets down to, like, gaming strategy. It's basically bluffing, but not bluffing. It's a great group game of anything, like, three, four, or five. You can play, like, eight to ten, I think we did in one weekend. And it's a blast. Dude. It's really good. It's really simple. And it gets down to, like, strategy all over. I love it. It's fantastic. Great holiday gift idea if you are looking for something. Just throwing that out there. Stocking stuffer. Nice. Yeah. And then otherwise, uh, I feel like this is maybe a not a new niche thing, but I would strongly recommend watching something. If you haven't watched yet, welcome to Wrexham on Hulu. It is amazing. If you're not a soccer fan or a football fan, I don't care. You're going to love it. Are you a human fan? Are you a human fan? Do you like crying and laughing at the same time? Watch the damn show. It's so good. See, I thought nothing could beat season one, and then season two was just like, oh, every other episode, I'm like bawling. Yep. Oh, my yep. God. Like, I think, like, the, everybody, and the, the amazing thing is, go for it, Jay. I'm not yeah. super into humans. Oh, okay. Well, then, you know. It's not, not my for thing. You. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want, I want robots. Yeah, okay, cool. I feel like it's, cool. like, good for Ryan Reynolds and good for Rob McElhenney and good for the people playing. And also, 
good for whoever's doing this documentary because yes. they are pulling out some incredible stories and doing it so well. And the best episodes are the ones that Rob and Ryan aren't even in. No. <laughs> like the ones that are just about the town of Brexham and the people there that are like yeah, struggling dude. to get by oh, and it's, oh, have nothing to do with it's soccer. It's so good. Yeah, it's so it's good. It's so good. It's really good. Yeah, my wife and I look at each other probably every episode and just cry. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I knew it was something special when Corey liked it. I was like, oh, do you just like it because it's like Welsh and you're learning Welsh and stuff? Which, by the way, <laughs> she's on like a 920 day Duolingo streak. So for Welsh, for Welsh, dude, it's insane. Wow. We're Duolingo friends. I know. Uh, but also she, we just we like the opposite thing. Ninety nine percent of the time. And also the fact that it's Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, like they're just like two funny white guys that aren't that funny. And I love them because I'm a funny white guy that's not that funny. And of course I would like it. But the fact that she liked it, I was like, okay, it's got to be. If it hits all of the like Venn diagram of my stuff yeah. and then Corey likes it at yeah. all, then I'm probably going to love it. So, yeah, if you're, if you're not watching it because you're a, a little hipster, you're like, I'm not going to watch something that's popular. You're, you're doing yourself a disservice yeah, if you don't watch it. It's still soccer. It's still underground in America. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Go against the grain. Way to go. It's still like the least popular MCU character until it's the biggest movie ever next summer. But still. Next month, we'll be playing The Gardens Between, which I've already started. I started playing with Talia. Really fun game to play with the kids. It has like a bunch of mini puzzles all within each level. That's really fun and really fun animations. But yeah, that's what we're playing. Um... I think Corey finished it like a few months ago. So pretty short game. I think it was like five bucks or something. It's actually on uh, PlayStation Plus games. It's included right now. So check it out. And I think that's all we have for you. Thanks again, Tyler, for joining us, man. Anything else on Star Wars, Jedi's, the Star Wars universe as a whole? Yeah, the only thing I'm going to say, this may be a hot take. Do it. I miss, Star I miss the annual or biannual, semi-annual, whatever means every two years, one of those two, Star Wars feature films. Yes. I miss the movies. Yep. Do I love Andor? Of course. Do I want a movie? Yes. So give me more of that. It, all right, Disney, come on. If the yep. shows were all as good as Andor, I would disagree. <laughs> but the fact that the shows are, there's just some bad ones. Yeah. So I'm like, why are we we're making bad movies and bad shows? Just yeah. like, give me something good. Give me more and, Andor's. Yeah. I'm glad you're putting good story into games, too. It's lovely. But give me a movie. Yeah. Let's do this. A movie would be nice, dude. And it doesn't have to be a canonical, like, or it doesn't have to be like a new no. trilogy, right? It can be like a Rogue One or something that's just like a one-off. Yeah. Give me give me Solo 2. I'm in for that. Let's go. Duo, right? Let's do it. They're not going to do it. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's, that's, all, a, that's, that's a good take. Thanks for having me, boys. Yeah, man. This is a blast. I'm excited to play Star Wars Outlaws with you. The intro trailer of it was mind-blowing. It looks so good. God, so good. Have I seen that? Yes. Well, at least we talked about it. It's like a it's like a 10-minute gameplay trailer, and it looks amazing. Oh, I have seen that. It's really good. It's in June, though, so... It's really good. June is like a lifetime ago. Oh, yeah, I do. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. That is dope. Yeah. All right. It's so good. Thanks again for listening. Uh, thank you again to our Patreon supporters. You can find us at patreon.com slash uh, If you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, or want to check in with Tyler, feel free to email us and I'll forward it to him. Our email is mumpfpod at gmail.com. M-O-L-M-M-P-O-D at gmail.com. Um, thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful, honestly, like week or so, because I think we're going to get uh, this Gardens Between episode out pretty quickly. 
most of us have finished playing it. Uh, and this episode that you're listening to is super late. So all apologies. Optimism! Uh, you're going to get at least two more episodes this year. Gardens Between and then the uh, holiday special. So look forward to those. All coming this month. And yeah, safe travels. Happy holidays. As always, I have been Ben. I will be Jason. And I'm still Tyler. And I am a Jedi pirate. <laughs> hey, Ty. Do you trust me? Yes. Was that for luck? No. For me. One of my favorite lines of the game. Way to go, Marin. I love it. I love it for her. No, I just wanted to kiss you. It's great. Oh, I was just confused. No. No, for me. No, I, I wanted What's that, so for? I did What's kissing for? Is that for luck? Cal, shut up. That was great. All right, guys. That was great, gents. Peace out. Peace out.